What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 225th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's going on, man? My man, what's going on? I feel like I feel like we actually have stuff to talk about. It's been a long time since we actually had news. I mean, there's like Swaga news, tons of news. There's Star Wars news. There's it's just news out the wazoo, man. Um, so uh, before we jump into that, I want to give a shout out to First Order Wookie who joined up at Patreon to support the show, which we really appreciate. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/ShatteredOrder. If you would like to support the show, we would really appreciate it. And, um, man, these announcements. First, I'd like to say to Drew in chat, who said, we are a quarter of the way to 300. Yes, we are. (laughs) Just stop right now. You all stop. There we are. (laughs) There we go. I like it. Um, All right. So what all did they announce? Because I know that you kept up with this way closer than I did. This oh, week. man, there was so much yesterday. So yesterday was Disney's uh, quarterly investment or investor meeting, which was more of like a D23 type thing where they, like their convention, because they couldn't have the convention, they kind of like had their investor meeting, but live streamed it to everyone because they were p- pumping out like freaking... Massive announcements, both for Marvel, for their Disney properties, uh, like live actions of uh, old cartoons, stuff like that. And of nice. course, freaking Star Wars. They had like, I think it's they said 10 different announcements for Star Wars yesterday. So I just that wanted to cover those crazy. real quick because uh, there's only a few that I'm not super excited about. The rest are just sound really awesome. So okay, I'll start with the two that are like, I'll wait and see. But first, they animate. They uh, announced an animated droid story uh, called where R2-D2 and C-3PO lead a new hero on an epic journey. So it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a... It's kind of... They described it like the Chris, like a Christmas special, only this is going to be like a, an hour and a half animated series of C-3PO and R2-D2 leading some new person on some journey. So... We'll see how that goes. I mean, it's R2-D2 and C-3PO, so I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. Okay, I agree. The, the other one I wasn't super excited about, but we'll see what happens, is uh, there's another thing they announced called Star Wars Visions. 
uh, called "It's Animated Short Films Drawn Through the Eyes of the World's Best Anime Cartoonists." So I don't know where that's going to go or what's going to happen there, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. But now on to the more exciting things. First off, fully live action, full length movie, Rogue Squadron. <laughs> this Bro. sounds awesome. Dude, and then you watch the like there was sounds a little fantastic. There was a little trailer with the director, like where she's like just got done like rollerblading and she's sitting in the back of her car like she's dressing down after rollerblading. But by the end she walks away in a uh, X uh, X Wing suit with an X Wing pilot helmet walking to an X Wing. It if you haven't seen the trailer or the uh the teaser, it's pretty freaking good. But that movie yeah. sounds like it's gonna be awesome. Hell yeah. Cannot wait for that. That'll be amazing. Yep. And then let's see what else we got here. Uh, Lando. Live action Disney Plus show. Did not see that coming. I assume it's young Lando. Um, I think I don't think that we know for sure yet, but I'm pretty sure it's the young Lando version and not the older one. Okay. This one, this one sounds okay. One of the other ones was The Acolyte. What was this? Because this was one I did not really hear anything about and don't really know anything about at all. Nothing. So basically, it is a... uh, It's High Republic. You know, the new time frame? The new comics that they... Right. Yeah, so it's a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. To me, that kind of sounds like maybe the rise kind of of Emperor Palpatine, Darth Maul, like kind of Sith, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's uh, that would be really cool. I would like to see what happened and what led to them you know in episode one essentially it was interesting to me that since high republic's like what 800 years before uh the prequels it'll be interesting it's interesting to me to see they've already announced a tv show for the high republic before the first books even came out so that's an interesting point they have a lot planned obviously for this high republic stuff and this will definitely kick it off so i'll be interested to see that Joker um, said it was 200 years before. Is it 200? I thought it was 800. I'm not sure. Because everyone said it might be 200. Because I know the only person living would be Yoda in that time frame. Right. A young Yoda. Uh, the Bad Batch animated series, which we knew about, they released a trailer for that, mm-hmm. which looks awesome. Uh, Obi-Wan. I mean, we all knew about the Obi-Wan yes. TV show. But they yeah. also announced that Hayden Christensen whether you love him or hate him, will be reprising his role as Darth Vader in the TV show. Okay, so it depends on which Hayden Christensen we get. Uh, Because I've seen a lot of people complain about the fact that he'll be in it and not a big Hayden Christensen fan, which I totally get. That's perfectly fine. However, I do... Whenever he switched from, like, Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader in Revenge of the Sith, I thought his acting became a lot better. I, he he did that role much better than whenever he was Anakin. He was just kind of whiny, but whenever he became Vader, I thought he played that really well, so it'll be kind of interesting to see 
what you know how he reprises that role basically that'll be fun to watch not to mention he's much older than he was then so hopefully his acting has uh improved improved <laughs> you know maybe fair. he's matured over totally time fair. to be a little better yeah. in the role than he was then but i'm okay with it because of nostalgia yeah. reasons um they've put out a trailer for andor the cassie and andor tv show okay it I haven't seen it it looks good it looks really good yeah the only part about People it is comes in 2022 so we gotta wait a whole nother no year yeah. <laughs> but he seems like an interesting character though i i mean i'm pretty i'm actually pretty happy about that i think that sounds great uh i i can't wait to see what they actually do with it because there's a lot there with his character they built a pretty cool background in rogue one or the idea of what could be a cool background so i i can't wait to see that that'll be fun to watch well they hinted a lot in rogue one about the things he had to do as a spy that kind of turned him into the jaded person he right. is so yeah i'm interested to see what those things were so Tilo so, Matt says he used to be a separatist as well so there's a lot going on there with Cassian. Um, the thing I am most excited about, though, is the Ahsoka live-action Disney Plus show. Uh, Rosario Dawson's going to be in it, starring it. This is going to be awesome because, you know, we 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 met this character in The Mandalorian. So it's going to be really oh awesome. God, I knew you had some background coming. on her. And... <laughs> Saw that one coming. Wink might actually get to know who Ahsoka is now that she's not in animated form. Right, exactly. Yeah, no. I, I need to go back and watch those. I really do. Um, I haven't seen. List, uh, I haven't but... seen Rebels, so I'm with you kind of halfway because I don't know okay. how she got to like the fulcrum stuff and all that to where she is right now. I still need to see Rebels, but I do know Ahsoka from right. all of the Clone Wars, and I love her so. You, the the thing that I think would be really cool about the Ahsoka live, live action thing, um, so it's set during the Mandalorian time era, right? Mm-hmm. And Thrawn is clearly still alive. So that is the thing I'm excited about. Because if you've read the Thrawn novels um, or listened to them on Audible and like went to audibletrial.com slash shattered order and got a free audiobook from audible and listened to one of those because they're amazing as you should um thrawn is a fascinating character he's obviously great in swaga but he is a really interesting character and i would love to see him in a live action it would be absolutely fantastic yeah, no doubt. And, you know, um, a lot of people were worried that Thrawn was going to take over the Mandalorian as, like, the main bad guy, when where Moff Gideon is doing such a good job, right? And I think that since yeah. now we know there is an Ahsoka TV show, I think that call-out... Spoilers for everyone that's not cut up on Mando, sorry. Um, I do think that call-out was to foreshadow for that show. Yes, you know I, I mean? totally agree, 100%. Um, kind of seemed like that's what they were going for when they mentioned it. So, and another surprising this so Ahsoka and Mando that's two shows already announced for the Mando era time frame. Okay, right. they announced another one called Rangers of the New Republic, which is a live action Disney show set during the Mandalorian time era. So, not only are we getting Outer Rim bounty hunters, not only are we getting Ahsoka's journey, we're also getting the New Republic. 
uh, the Rangers of the New Republic, whatever that exactly means. So, yeah. Sounds cool. I'm cool with more Star Wars. It would be nice to always have a Star Wars show to watch on Disney Plus rather than waiting for the Mandalorian to come back to have them to where where there's space, you know, like space so throughout TV, the year. Right. So many TV shows, you know, will do like 3 seasons a year, so you get a little bit of the show, you know, throughout the year. You'll have a season, then the next season will start. It would be great if, you know, we get a season of the Mandalorian, then move to a season of Andor, then move to a season of Rangers of the New Republic. That would be so freaking awesome. I don't know if it's spaced enough for you, but the Marvel shows are kind of doing that uh, as they go next year. Are they? Because the WandaVision show starts in January. Um, The Falcon and Winter Soldier show starts in March, and the Loki show starts in May. So if they're going week by week with those shows, that's almost half a year of uh, Marvel shows that you have to watch. So if they can get that going with Star Wars, that would be massive. Yeah. It's all conspiracy to keep you subscribed. It might be. Um, (laughs) And that's probably true. Um, And some of the stuff starts, uh, I believe some of the starts next year um, in 2021. So... uh, you know, 2020 is almost over. Basically, all we have left is Christmas. And, you know, with Christmas time coming up, I mean, what could be better to get your significant other than the gift of you being manscaped? Can you think of anything? I can't. I mean, that's a pretty good gift. That would be one hell of a gift. Yeah. Um, support for tonight's show is, of course, brought to you by the best in men's Outer Rim Grooming. (laughs) Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels that will keep you from looking like an ugly walking carpet like Chewbacca. Uh, Their precision (laughs) trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0, has ceramic blades built to keep you from cutting, cutting your boys and turning them into, you know, detonators or... I don't know what else. It's just <laughs> it's like there's honest. an or you, you don't I'm for it. You don't want that. Uh, Ninety minute battery life, waterproof. It's just it's fantastic. Um, Not yeah, only stuff, available man. here, also available in the United Kingdom as well. Lots of different ways for you to purchase this. It is great. You will love it if you do get it. I uh, waited for a long time before I was able to or decided to pull the trigger on mine and i'm loving it uh if you're interested you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code sop at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code sop your balls well thank you oh yeah oh yeah well <laughs> god god bless man we have a lot to talk about let's uh go ahead and jump into this First main topic. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Alright, I'll be honest, I didn't do a whole hell of a lot. Um, I do love that shirt that you're wearing. Um, Like that? It is. It is pretty snazzy. Uh, Let me just say this, if you think it would be a great Christmas present, you can go to bonfire.com slash store slash shattered order and get one for yourself. So 
or or if you just wanted to drop your significant other that link too and just be like you know hint hint there's a I lot of cool shirts for here you. the least you could do is get me a snazzy shirt you know like, <laughs> just just saying just saying um all right uh what a weekend swag up for me um i didn't do a ton other than make some commitments. I well, actually, that's not true. Actually, I had some pretty big goals that got finished this week. I seven starred Malevolence and the finalizer both, um, which is nice. Oh, it's a relief. Um, Malevolence obviously used on offense in Grand Arena because it can pretty much beat everything. It's not a great banner squad. But it's still it's still pretty freaking good. Um, the the other thing is the finalizer that I always set on defense. It'll be nice to actually have that thing start out early, and its ultimate that you get to use immediately gives offense up to your ships. So it should make that squad a little bit more difficult to tackle. Is kind of what I'm hoping. Steal a little bit more banners on defense, and I'll be a happy camper. Uh, and then I relic zombie. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about this here shortly, but we have the new challenge rancor that is now out, and zombie actually quite useful, primarily because relic five is a requirement, which we'll we'll get into later. But um, I've got her to relic four. I am super close. I think I relic her yesterday. Started taking her up. I've taken a lot of characters to relic five this week, actually, just. Just so I can test them. Um, who all is it? Th- I know Thrawn was one. He was like Relic 3 or 4. And I was like, I, I've got to have Thrawn higher. So uh, there are a few few of these key characters I'm really working on taking up. Um, doing my Cantina refreshes every day has really become much more of a priority. I I desperately need slicing material. Um, okay. I, I got to start getting these characters Relic 5. Relic 3, uh, I would actually say probably Relic 4 is kind of my sweet spot. So I've got a lot of characters sitting right there just waiting to be taken up. And so I need to start working on getting a lot of materials so I can take these characters up that I actually want to test in the Rancor. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that caused us to unfortunately fail our first challenge Rancor is... Where, where did you know, we wind up? Somewhere in round 3, right? Yeah, we were at the end of phase three. So I think, you know, with I, I think we'll beat it next time. I, I really do. I think that we are close enough that with a little bit of managing, um, primarily start times, we'll talk about strat, some strategy on that here in a little bit. And, of course, our friends up at Operation Metaverse, they beat it. And they their stream from last night, they covered that pretty well. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, Escape Pod. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for coming over. Um, yeah, welcome. Thank you. We uh, we may have... We may have something coming up in January. Just saying. We've, you know... Ideas are floating about. Ideas. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be nice when you finish getting moved, man. We can get... Uh, we can get back to, you know, having guests and stuff and... Uh, you know, doing crossovers and things like that. It's going to be a good time. Um, yeah, I can't wait to not be in a Airbnb. <laughs> this, yeah, no kidding. Not having, having off office doors. Having, you know, more than one screen. I, I 
going back to one screen, uh, a mic mounted on the desk where everyone can hear me typing into the keyboard. It's yeah. I can't wait to have my new office and get back to business as usual. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It'll it'll be nice. Um. So other than just taking those few other characters to Relic Five that I really wanted to. Um, the other thing I did is I committed 100% to relicking Barris. Um, I put the, uh, finisher on her. I have one more gear 12 plus piece left, which I'm hoping to have finished tomorrow. Uh, Barris is one of those characters. She's amazing in the light side territory battle, especially if you get to slice three middle where you have to use the general Kenobi lead. Basically, um, she's really good. She's good with Padme. I've got a Zeta on her. I just, I, she's kind of that fill in character for so many squads. I kind of want to go ahead and finish her up. So I'm going to get her relics because it's going to help me considerably in the light side territory battle that's starting tomorrow. And, um, you know, just, I need another fill in character. So I'm going to take her to relic five next. Uh, that should be done next week. But um, I, I have really, uh, really trying to do some roster management and kind of figure out, you know, what all teams I'm going to run and kind of focus on and just characters to do. So that's kind of what I spent the rest of my week doing was just really just figuring out what the hell I'm doing with my roster now that the challenge rancor is here and that has kind of moved up my priority list. So, yeah. What about you, sir? Honestly, um, not a ton. I mean, not so much as I did the two weeks prior, but uh, Beskar Man, not Beskar Mando. No, we'll get there. Um, Mando, I got him to gear 12, um, and I'm just so poor on gear 13. All the pieces that you usually get to get to gear 13, uh, he's only got one piece into gear 13 so far but uh i should have him gear 13 this week and then nice. i'm working on grief after that grief is at gear seven but i stopped gearing him up because i didn't want to accidentally give him pieces that i need for mando so he's just chilling understandable until uh he's ready but uh yeah, yeah just been farming 3po and mon mothma as I have been in uh how close are you? Uh sixty five out of hundred on Mon Mothma and twenty four out of one hundred on Shupio. And the only reason for that is I'm okay. not refreshing nice. them. So they're just slow going. I'm slow rolling them, using more of that energy for uh Mando the Mando characters right now. Which turns out yes. probably not completely needed for what they're needed for right now, but I still want to yeah. get them geared up so totally fair that's pretty much hey, what i've been doing i don't remember if i mentioned this last week i actually don't remember when i got it out but um i did a video about modding rebels and specifically you know kind of talked about backpack chewy who you just mentioned um go to our youtube channel youtube.com slash shattered order pod uh, go check it out. Uh, I did a video about modding that team and some things that can be pretty useful for modding that squad. Uh, so I highly recommend you guys go check that out and hit that subscribe button. And of course, share with your guildmates, man. Like, we have a lot of great videos over on our YouTube channel. Um, go check them out. Share them with your guildmates. Uh, stuff about 
assault battles, modding characters, lots of really good, helpful information. So um, basically, a lot of good stuff on squeezing the most out of your teams with some really good detailed, uh, um, yeah, com- commentation. Comment- commentary commentary that's the word commentation i like commentation we'll go with commentation there's a lot of good commentation on those videos so <laughs> indeed great commentation um all right dude uh i since, since you had such an exciting weekend super stoked uh, Swaga, very I have, exciting i i have a very exciting question for you Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. My man! It's kind of sad because my answer... What drinking over there? My answer to this question isn't very exciting either. I am oh. drinking a Mountain Dew Amp Energy drink. And then as the backup, I have this good and gather which i think is target brand uh purified drinking water so (laughs) i did not have any beers and i did not have time to go get any before the podcast so unless i wanted to drink straight tequila i don't have anything with me right now sorry it's straight tequila or straight kalua and i don't think that things tequila (laughs) the worst kind and the only reason i still have it jose no it's Kirkland oh. brand. So, Kirk- oh, oh shit. Okay. Kirkland brand white tequila. We're now, bad I'm, territory, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> Kirkland sangria, my favorite thing. Kirkland brand uh, Blanco tequila, absolutely bad. freaking terrible. Like, that bottle is probably five years old and it's almost full. I took two or three shots out of it and I Ooh. never wanted to touch it again. But then when we moved, we weren't like... Do not shoot bad tequila, man. That is... When we moved, we were like, do Uh we pour it out and get rid of it? Or do we take it with us? And we served for some godforsaken reason, we took it with us. So it's up on top of the fridge right now, staring at me. Um, Who knows? We'll see what happens. The the podcast, we got a lot to talk about. Maybe I'll pour one midway through. You know what? Uh, since since we're talking, since you mentioned cheap alcohol, I want to I want to make a scotch suggestion to you guys. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before, but it is cheap, especially for how much you get, and it is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's not the best scotch ever, but it is by far the best value scotch. Have you had Monkey Shoulder? I've heard of it. Never had it. It is. Freaking delicious. Um, I, <laughs> nice. I don't have any... I'm obviously not drinking scotch tonight, but... Or eggnog. What the hell? I'm out of eggnog, man. It's freaking December and I'm out... This is just... This we're we're cool. just ill-prepared drink-wise tonight. We're, we are. It's um, it's disappointing. So It happens um, sometimes. Yeah. Given that it's so disappointing, <laughs> I think we should move along to... Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. <laughs> um, all right, well. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We got a lot to nice go over here. So we'll start with something I don't think has been implemented yet, but was announced this week. And that is 
I saw a massively upvoted post on Reddit today. This shocked the hell out of me. Yes. Massively upload update uh upvoted oh, post on. on Reddit that was Before you mention that, I just wanna say I, I just wanna sit back and Is that for this week and all the different things we found out? For this week, all the stuff and I am I, I am so impressed with all of the changes, all of the announcements, everything from this week, I think is absolutely fantastic. It's great for community. It's great for the game. It's great for everything. I am I am ecstatic about all of it. We're obviously going to talk about all of it, but I mean, this was the start and I did not realize that things would get better and better and better as we move through the week. I mean, it's like early Christmas. Seriously, this there's been so much this week to be excited about in this game. It's there's really there's really only one thing I would change, and it's a it's a minor change that I feel like would make things better, but it might okay. it might make the 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 length or let's say viability of the game mode a lot shorter than it is now with what they implemented. That's as far as relic tiers for the new uh, Rancor raid, but. We'll talk about that in a second. That's about the only thing that I would change this week. And that's really not even that big of a deal to me. But as far as everything goes this week, blown away. It seemed like every day when I would check Discord, I'd see some new messages from CG about something new. Not just a bug fix here or this there. Something new was announced. And it was all something unexpected that was great. Yes, exactly. So, going back to what we were starting with for this section, the the massively upvoted uh, post on Reddit was about someone that spent about twenty five k in uh, bronzy or ally coins, and basically the whole post was saying everything was supposed to stay even for the shard shop uh, currency and you know the economy, but based on what I would have got before the shard changes, I'm losing out on like, I think it was like 50% of the shard shop currency I would normally get from bronzeums uh, that I would have got before that I'm not getting now. So basically less shard shop currency, less you can buy. And it kind of just hurts the economy as far as shard shop goes. Because for most in-game players, the best shard uh, shop, one of the best shard shop currency generators is bronzeums. And that was cut massively with the big change that they made so they announced they said basically that it wouldn't make sense for them to double the amount of shards you got for a full character pool in bronzeums but they didn't just leave it at that and say we can't do it instead they've doubled the the frequency that a whole character payout happens from bronzeum packs so that's awesome yeah, so the amount of full character drops you see should double uh, when this goes live. Now, don't I didn't it wasn't in the patch notes as far as I could find for this last patch, but it will be coming, and then this will be updated. So I thought that was an awesome change to Bronzeums, especially for shard shop currency. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the those full character drops are amazing, obviously, and uh, you know. When you hit like an 80, it's like, oh man, like look at all this gear I can go buy. And the fact mm-hmm. that 
you know, the fact they had kind of nerfed that to some degree was kind of disappointing. But the fact that they that they did this, that they found this pretty simple solution to go through and level it back out, I think is great. There's there's a lot of great will from them to the community, starting with this. This is not even starting with this. Started back when they announced that single shard pulls from Bronzeums were going to be doubled. That they they went back and they found the problem that was making yes. it so they couldn't do that before. They went and actually spent some resources to make sure they could right. fix that. And then they went a step further with this saying, We realized that what we did wasn't enough to, you know. Hey. So um, can, can we take a slight detour on the show real quick? I want to sh- I want to sh- show off these bad boys. Check this out. Can you see them? Nice, Gragu. There's there's Star Wars pants with uh, Grogu on them. Yeah, they're like sleeper pants. Found them at Target. That Target. Was, I love Target. I was pretty excited. They're super comfy. They're like fifteen bucks. Grogu all over them. You know, uh, my pretty my snazzy. Wife, my wife's not here. My wife and daughter aren't here. It's just me and the triplets. And they went out Christmas shopping for me and the triplets. And they went to Target. So now oh. I'm wondering if my wife were to see oh. those, why might we end oh. up with the same pair of pants? Because I if guarantee... Be pants Twinkies, that would be amazing. If my, <laughs> if my wife saw them, I'm almost positive she would buy them for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was one of those things. Like, I saw it and it... Like, I, I knew we were getting the pants. They're, they're pretty fantastic. Um, oh, oh, gum. <laughs> yes. Um, I know what you're looking at, buddy. I know. I know. The. <laughs> I want to po- go back to Joker's comment in chat. It especially helps early players. That's this is we're to looking More at it in an in game yes. uh, perspective, right? But for new players who don't have these characters to get full unlocks twice as frequently, that's pretty huge as well. Oh, no no question at all. I mean, it's, yeah, massive. Um, it, it makes... I mean, it makes a considerable difference, um, you know, just for the fact that of how much it increases your rate. Like... This is way better than the way it was before. I mean, it was obviously pretty good before, just getting full character drops, but doubling the frequency is... I mean, I would argue almost way better than even doubling the shards that you get from full unlocks due to the fact that there are so many different characters that you can get full unlocks from. As a new character, Bronzeums are now actually kind of valuable. I mean, that's... It's pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. So so what's yeah. the next thing we got here? The next thing is something that I was... I was pretty relieved about, honestly. Um, there's been some mixed feelings on it, and that is the changes to the Galactic Challenge rewards. They completely changed the entire system. So we no longer get the rewards, obviously, when you beat the challenge, when you beat the feat, whatever it is. You have to wait until the end. And it's a ticket system that then gives you a box at the end. So the thing that I love about this is 
it gives you multiple paths to get good rewards. Uh, that I think is really good. You actually don't even have to complete all the feats to get max rewards, technically. Um, however, if you get max rewards, you probably do beat all the feats. Um, there is a scenario that, say, like you beat all of Tier 6 and then 3 out of 4 on Tier 7. Depending on which feat it is, you could get the best box or you could not get the best box. Uh, just due to the fact that the various feats give different um, number of key cards. So, you know, kind of pay attention to that. But I, I think this is a much better system. And they also actually increase the rewards. I don't remember all of the reward numbers. I didn't check all of them. But I know for a fact the one specific piece, the very first slicing material to take mods to uh, from 6E to 6D, that piece was increased by one unit on max rewards. It used to be 19 pieces, now it's 20. And due to the frequency that they're going to be increasing this, it ends up being two per week, eight per month. That is a pretty considerable increase. I mean, you know, that's, you know, a, several extra mods that you get to slice up. So, you know, over a year. So uh, I absolutely love this change. I think it is a very, very good idea. I like that they boosted the rewards a little bit in that way. Um, and then, you know, you kind of get five of some various pieces, finisher Cairo, some other stuff, you know, gear 12 pieces and stuff. So I'm, I like it. I like it a lot. I think my favorite part of the whole thing is the, the tier system where if you beat the final tier, you don't have to play the other tiers. Oh, it's so great. Yes, I totally agree. Really awesome to not have to go through and auto twice some of the lower tiers to beat all the feats because you couldn't just auto it once because there's always the undersized squad plus the one of beating it with five people from a certain group. So you always had to auto it twice through every freaking uh, tier. So only having to beat it once and and then maybe let's say you, you try tier six you beat the, all of those. Now you don't have to do all the ones behind them. And now you can try to finish each individual in tier seven. Or maybe you have the characters to go straight into tier seven and finish it. You know, um, yeah. Yep. Joker also uh, says those weird feats are winnable at low tiers. For correct. example, the having to get 30 thermals on a team that one shots everyone. Very kind of impossible. If you're really well geared. Yep. Yeah. So. It's a, uh, it's it's a really nice change. Um, I did find it interesting that we we pointed it out last week how we were. I thought that we were getting a present for Christmas where we were getting two galactic challenges back to back to back to back to back for the end of the year. Turns out that's not just a Christmas present. That is a new galactic challenge present yeah, that's going forward. Is. That they will be. Back to back to back to back. So starting December 22nd, um, we will have basically two per week. So Monday through Thursday and then Friday through Sunday. So Thursday will be the only day that we don't have a galactic challenge going on. So I love this new system. Absolutely amazing. Get sliced more mods. This is, uh, I mean, I don't have anything bad to say about it. Honestly, it's, I think it's, 
very, very, very good. Um, I I got all of the. Okay, so I was able to beat all the tiers and get the the final box, the best box, using a team yep. of Darth Darth Vader Relic Seven, Palpatine Relic Seven, Thrawn Gear Twelve, and a Gear Ten uh, Death Trooper and a Gear Ten Shore Trooper. So I can't complain about the rewards because I was able to get all the rewards and no, not everyone had to be even be Relic. So I'm sure there will be Galactic Challenges where I can't get the final box. But I do feel like since this game mode does not have gear restrictions anymore like it did when it first got implemented, I always feel like there's always going to be one going on and you're always going to have a fighting chance. So right, I, I'm happy with it. Yeah. I totally agree, hundred percent. No complaints whatsoever. Um, I feel like there was one more thing I wanted to say about those. I do not remember what it was. Um, so we will um move along. Challenge tier Rancor raid is here. Relic eight is here. The news just keeps coming. It's absolutely fantastic stuff um so we obviously ran the rancor what did you think about it gmp um it felt like it did when it came out like that's a good way of putting it yeah it just smacked me around and i didn't like it (laughs) um i only got to fight twice and only one of the two fights was with an actual synergy team. The other one was just kind of thrown together relic fives that I have. So I really need to focus on the relics that I do have, getting them all into a place where I have multiple teams. For example, my clones are at varying levels. I need to get them all to a spot where I can use a full, uh, you know, gas and, uh, clones team if i if that's good or if i need to pull certain clones to work with other people you know i need to get them all so here's a big question the galactic republic same way they're not all like relic five i mean i have a lot of teams that are relic right just not all at relic five so that's the big problem um but galactic legends seem to be kind of the key so remind everyone what galactic legends do you have me slicker And you are working on uh, still Jedi Knight Luke? No. Waiting on... Remember, I decided I was going to do my own thing. So I'm not working on him. I thought you... I thought you were working on Jedi Knight Luke. Jedi Knight Luke, sorry. He's not a GL, so that's why I was thrown off. I I have all my characters ready to go for Jedi Knight Luke. Okay, okay. I was going to say. I was thinking you meant Jedi um, Master Luke, and I okay, had moved okay. away from that one. But I did. I got, once that I, event comes back you. for Jedi Knight, I will be all over it. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so are you going for a second Galactic Legend? Because we found out that Rey, Kylo are amazing. Jedi Master, or yeah, Jedi Master Luke, pretty good. I haven't seen anything about uh, Sith Emperor Palpatine. Um What's your strategy going forward? Uh, I have not reassessed yet because the main thing I was doing was going for Mando characters because we didn't right. know what was coming and what was going to be required. 
But now we're in a spot where we do know what's required. And we'll talk about this after in the next section, but it's not as stringent as I thought it was going to be. So I have time to pivot and go for another Galactic Legend if that's what I want to do. So I will, I'm going to have to decide on that. But, you know, I may still finish off my Mon Mothma squad to uh, Relict before I go back to a a GL. But, yeah, right right now I'm not totally sure. But I'm almost of the thinking that I don't necessarily even though i have more of the requirements done for jedi master luke skywalker ray just seems pretty ridiculous right now and she's suddenly crossing my mind so you have supreme kylo ren just as i do um are you focusing on getting daka and zombie to relic five hasn't been a thought but i mean could easily be changed if there was a because that team does seem to be quite good. I've seen people have really good success with it. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Operation Metaverse kind of did breakdown. Um, they always do great strategy stuff. So go check out their stream where they talked about it. But, um, you know, there are some squads that do t- have turned out to be pretty successful. It seems like Watt and Hermit Yoda are two characters that you are absolutely going to need at Relic 5 because you can stick them on basically any squad and they can be really good and they're they're amazing so um make sure make sure you get them up so that you can use them i think thrawn is another one uh fracture being able to reduce speed is very very crucial uh the turn meter swap is great um so you can't gain bonus turn meter but there are still some turn meter mechanics that kind of work I have a prediction. So we have not seen Mando, Beskar Mando's kit yet. My prediction is that they have built him for this raid. That is part of the reason why he's going to be easy to get. I think there's going to be something in his kit about some sort of bonus turns or doing somehow doing pretty significant damage and doing something that really nerfs what this rancor does um i'm pretty excited to see that uh yeah so we'll see that will definitely be interesting i think that right now everything's kind of fluid for me i'm going to continue bringing a mandalorian up till i get him uh keep going with grief he's awesome and then i'll just keep uh reassessing from there the priorities as i know what for the raid is really good because I'm kind of in a spot right now, as far except for GLs, where I can gear what I want for the raid because I don't really have a clear plan in place as far as characters right gotcha. now. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So Makes sense. I think yeah. over the next month, my plans on characters are going to flip-flop multiple times until mm-hmm. I know exactly what's best. And uh, I'll probably be completely focused on the rancor raid for now totally makes sense a challenge here at least <laughs> yeah. yeah still simming the old mean, one this is i mean this has moved significantly up my priority list not because i want relic eight material but because um 
it's a raid we haven't beat yet. So, um, raids are a lot of fun whenever they are challenging, whenever you're trying to beat them. So, like I said, I've almost got zombie there. So, so that point you just made is exactly why the relic tier thing doesn't bother me as much. Now, if, now if, if guilds all over the place start disbanding, okay. that would be a problem. But the biggest problem we had with some of these raids in the past is, and it's still the problem, if they didn't have a Relic 5 entrance fee on it, and maybe this isn't the best way to make something hard, but it is a way to keep it, uh, I think even at Relic 5, it's hard. So even if you have those scares, even if you didn't have a Relic 5 requirement, I think taking anything less in there isn't going to be super beneficial to you anyway. My main point is that this keeps the raid more uh, relevant for longer, if that makes sense. Because if once the challenge tier is uh, not a challenge anymore, it becomes a back burner thing where we're just waiting for it to be simmable. That's true. So the longer that this can be something that people are theorycrafting on, where, I mean, think about this game from the beginning when Ranks came out. One of the biggest content things for this game has always been raid teams, raid scores. What's the what's the newest, best raid team that's going to help you to beat this raid faster or get you the highest scores? Absolutely. That kind of thing. I think having a challenging raid is always going to be uh, good for this game. It may not 100%. be popular opinion that... You have to be Relic 5 for it, but it's it's even if that wasn't on there, I still feel like you'd the only ones that might be making a dent are some relic other relic characters. You know what I mean? So Right. Well, and th- this also one thing that this does is kind of forces you to relic up characters that generally there would be no use for. Hermit Yoda, there's use for because of Jedi Knight Luke, obviously. Um, but like Watt Tambor, well, there's no reason to take him to Relic 5. Thrawn, there's mostly no reason to take him to Relic 5. Uh, C3PO counts, same thing. It, well, actually, C3PO's you do need for Galactic Legend. But anyway, um, it forces you to kind of move some of these characters up, which does actually make sense in the long term whenever you think about like. CG's financial strategy and it you know without you know without relicking some of these characters that are pretty essential um it's kind of tough um you know like I've been able to get away with low relic or like relic three and four Basil Sean Jedi Knight Revan um, not having a relic zombie, like a lot of these characters, I've had absolutely no use for. I would have probably never relic them, but this relic five requirements kind of forcing me to. It's kind of changed my plans up some. So I'm desperately hoping there's not another Galactic Legend soon because I, I ain't gonna be ready for it because this is now my priority. This one I'm focusing on, and I need to get these characters so I can build these teams so that I can do significant damage, carry my way in the raid, um, and. Of course, zombie is my first step towards that since my doc is already there. Um, Not to mention the other raid that they've talked about restarting. If its relic tier is relic 5 as well when it comes out, 
you'll also be ready. That's a good point for the yeah. next raid. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yep. So we will see, but um, yeah, it's pretty exciting so far. I'm, uh, I'm pumped to have something new to work on. You know, a new relic tier. Um, speaking of the new relic tier, whew, that is costly. Um, yeah, forty-five of the uh, the third relic material. That's a lot. Yes. So, um, the the blue and green relic slicing material are, stay the same. The final one that kind of looks like a condom, kind of in, it increases by ten. And then you have all the relic material previously needed, um, except they bumped up the last one, the Zen Biddles or whatever they are, from 10 to 20, and then added two more material that you have to have. So you, you have to do all of that to increase from Relic 7 to 8. But the thing with the increase from Relic 7 to Relic 8 is these boosts are massive. Um so, for example, I am looking at my Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, and so it basically, your your mastery stat, the way it increases, it goes 5, 5, 5, 5, I can't remember how many times it increases by 5, then it increases by 10, increases by 10 at Relic 6 and Relic 7, and then it increases by 15 here. So, if you're talking about a uh, an attacker who does damage, the... Rather than getting, what is it? Um, rather than getting a 3% boost on crit chance and crit damage, it's 4.5%, which is pretty damn big. Um, so like Kylo that hits Relic 8, he's going to ha- be getting an additional 18% critical damage total from his Relic levels. Um, the damage increase is obviously pretty significant. I mean, all of these numbers across the board, very big di- differences, um, s- specifically on the mastery. So th- this is not something you're going to want to scoff at. Obviously, uh, it is a 50% boost on the mastery stats um, going from s- Relic 7 to Relic 8 than it was going from Relic 6 to Relic 7. Uh, so it-, it is pretty considerable, but it is also extremely expensive. So it's going to be one of those things that you really kind of want to not go too crazy on slow down a little bit um because you can you can slice up a lot of characters to relic four or five for the cost of taking one character from relic seven to relic eight it's pretty crazy so uh not gonna be a huge priority for me but as i get the material up i will start to do it i don't even know where i would start though like no no it's so I want to go talk about a little bit of wording, and this is something that confused me on their post about this, though. Uh, at the very beginning of their post for the pit challenge tier, they said, since the challenge tier is designed to require cooperation, we have opted for a flatter prizing structure to reduce some of the friction in guild while still acknowledging degrees of participation and success. Basically saying, we know that the Sith Raid rewards have pretty much uh, messed with guilds forever. Um, and they still haven't changed it despite acknowledging it. But you go down here and then you look at the 
the pit rewards for these uh, Relic 8 uh, magnifiers. Rank 1, you get 11. Rank 2 to 5, you get 10. 6 to 10, 8. 11 to 25, 5. 26 to 43. 41 to 51. That's a lot farther apart than I would think flattening would, uh, would be. Uh, so I've seen some of the, the, there was a list of prize boxes on Reddit that one of the guilds that beat it posted. I think they posted all 20 or 30 something prize boxes of various ranks from their guild. Um, honestly, I thought the prize boxes, I, I think that's what they're talking about more than anything were the prize boxes, um, and kind of the differences between currency. Uh, they really kind of did flatten that out to a decent degree. Um, I, I would say, uh, yeah, I thought that might, you know, they, that might've been alluding to just the other rewards that are in there. Not right. necessarily that. But. Maybe not currency so much. Cause let's see, uh, like on the, you, you know, the Sith raid, you get more like 50th place gets more than half the currency of first place in the challenge share rank or you, if you get last, you basically get exactly half of the currency of first place. So it, yeah, it kind of depends on how you look at, it. but the prize boxes do seem to be really good. And I think that's kind of where the structure is where they kind of leveled that off, but they obviously did not with the new slicing material. This new slicing material basically sorts out kind of like shards do. Um, so, I mean, so on there, average, or go ahead. I haven't really dove into the boxes as much. Is it not? So outside of the top 10, there are full pieces available, right? Yes, um, there definitely are. I think I saw somebody got 20 or 30 something that got a full Cairo. So... The, okay. the reward potential is pretty good. I mean, that's that's a lot more flat than the top ten heroic Sith raid only gets. Full agreed. Pieces. Yes. So. I mean, I, I'm I'm very happy with what I have seen of the rewards and prize boxes. Um, I, I don't really. I mean, I don't really have a complaint. I mean, maybe we'll see what happens over time, but. From what I've seen so far, I have to start like beating it to have any complaints. <laughs> well, that's true too. Yeah, so that's our only. And I'm pretty now, sure we can't beat it. Just getting that first one will feel good, regardless of what's in it. I think so. Oh, no doubt, no, no doubt at all. So we got a few days before we can attempt it again, and uh, you know, figure out our gives us some time to figure out our strategy, and uh, you know, just kind of really focus in on that um mm-hmm. yep no doubt so uh do you have any other thoughts about the challenge rancor or the um relegate slicing material didn't have a didn't obviously don't have the teams right now to do a lot of attempts um but i do enjoy a challenge so i'm excited for to play around with this more often um it looks like it's going to take, what, it's 180 tickets. 
180,000 tickets to launch. You get 60,000 a day at max. So that's three days. Every three days you can do this. If everyone hits max tickets. We get six. I thought it's 30,000. It's 30,000 a day. Is it 30,000? Yeah. 600. Yeah, I think you're right. 600 yeah, times right. 50. I could have. I thought you earned more tickets than that. I don't yeah. know. No, well, actually, six, six, 600 times 50 is 60,000. Never mind. Yeah. That's a joke. Yeah. It's about a quarter of the way. Yeah. 60,000. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so 30,000 30, basically. If everyone gets all their tickets, you get to run this thing every six days. So... um. You know, there is a little bit more often than once a week. So when you do actually run it, make sure, you you know, the fact that it runs once a week, it might not be a bad idea to kind of focus up. And like, if your guild is one that can always play on the weekends, do the thing on the weekend, just because you really need to focus on having start times for each phase given that there are stacking stats the ramp up on these on these uh speed the damage all that sort of yeah, stuff yeah you want everyone in there at the same time <laughs> right so that that is going to be our biggest focus on the next one is making sure that we start at the right time and try to get everybody in there to knock out the damage pick a start time because we kind of, you know, we run our raids that way anyway. Let people practice. Then we have a post-damage time. So kind of do the same thing. Take advantage of getting in early. Getting those lousy, you know, stats on the raid bosses. Get a good run. And then just hold it until post-time. Then, bam, everybody posts it. You're good to go. So uh, that is obviously the way to do it. And uh, it's... You know, it takes a little bit of strategizing, especially like us. We're a pretty global guild. There are some guilds that are a little bit more focused on time zones. We're not one of those guilds. So there will be a little bit of managing for us, you know, to kind of make this work. It seems like we have a person on every continent. Yes. Yeah. If we did a poll, I think we would have at least one on every continent, except Antarctica. (laughs) <laughs> I well, don't know of anyone in, on Antarctica in our guild, but... That would be super awesome. That would be pretty hilarious. <laughs> Indeed. Right. So, um, anything else about... No, I think, we go, I think we will talk about this a lot in the coming months. So, That's get a little more fun. under our belt, and maybe we can talk a little bit about different phases over different weeks and what's what's been working for us and that kind of thing um i have a question i want to do a giveaway that i think would be fun okay i don't know what the giveaway is it could be a sticker or i don't know um we'll talk about it all right Uh, we got ideas i want to i want to find out so people in our guild are exempt from this because you would be able to go and figure it out. Um, how many times has the Shattered Order beat... Oh, right. I remember this. 
beat the pit raid. Normal. How many heroic <laughs> victories have we had on the pit raid? And how many heroic victories have we had on the heroic AAT? I, I'm not sure how we should accept uh, submissions for this giveaway. Um, maybe we'll, we should. Let's sure. let's do a tweet replies and uh, tweet replies and we'll put a uh, we'll put a channel on Discord so we can get tweets and Discord replies. Okay, one. Uh, so all you guessing, keep your guesses to yourself until you get see those places to put them. That way, right. uh, no one's jumping in on your numbers. Heck yeah! And but uh, we'll announce that uh, be... this week. Yeah, it's that a trick question. You have never fun. beat it. Damn it! That's why I said the old pit <laughs> because everyone would guess zero on the new one. Nice, very nice. Um, so speaking of that, uh, the tank takedown is now simmable and of course wherever you (laughs) wherever you go in to try to sim it and see raid settings you can actually see how many times you've beat the thing which is pretty cool that's where we get these numbers from um but to sim the heroic tank raid you have to have 35 out of your guild that have a seven star kenobi and then you must have beaten it 50 times previously to be able to sim so as long as you meet those requirements, you can go through and you can sim the the tank raid. And uh, I'll be honest, tonight we got pretty garbage rewards. It was awful. And uh, I, I like that we get the average 10 spot rewards where we get pretty good currency and all that sort of stuff. Because currency is the big thing from the heroic AAT. Um, I, I, I love the currency. I don't love much else though. <laughs> yeah, a, heroic at still continues to be the worst rewards. There are still some good things in there, but you never freaking get them. So, yeah, that is certainly true. All right. Um. All right. I'm excited for this next thing. Yeah. So, hmm. what what How sounders about... are you gonna go with? Uh, that's a good question. I'm trying to decide. We'll go with this one. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> the big new player tip for the week is get your Mandalorian, Quill, IG-11, Cara Dune, and Grief Karga to 7-star because... This is probably the easiest legendary character to get ever in this game. Isn't it a heroic journey? Hero's journey? I thought it was a hero's journey. Hero's journey, journey, yes, that's what it is. Um, So, which which is, are generally better characters than legendary characters. Traditionally, that's kind of been the idea is that you have legendary, then you have the hero's journey, then you have the Galactic Legends, uh, kind of... That's the way it's kind of traditionally worked. Um, so I expect the Beskar Mandalorian to be absolutely fantastic, but 7-star, be level 85, and gear 10 is the gear recommendation, which means you can probably do it with lower gear, and 
I the, I am so pumped about this. The thing about Heroes Journeys is that the the requirements have always been more stringent because they're not faction based. They are specific characters. But the thing about it, most of these Heroes Journeys events is that they also don't require the gear requirements aren't as bad as legendaries because you have less that is true. less options. So I'm not surprised at the gear recommendation for this because it is five specific characters. Um, the one thing I'm excited about is that it is a hero's journey, and usually hero's journeys, the cinematics, the storytelling of hero's journeys are a lot more fun than legendaries. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with the Mando story for a hero's journey to unlock this character because there's a lot of epic season one um, scenes that they could create and turn into the different levels of this event. Um, so that will definitely be interesting. Um, crazy enough, it ev- begins next week. Now, if you're l- watching the podcast, um, you'll see what I named the stream. Basically, I named the stream next week with the Beskar Mando release, dot, dot, dot. And if you don't know what that means, before this was announced yeah. earlier in the week, uh, Doja Fett uh, accidentally wrote those exactly wor- exact words as a response to a post on the forums and quickly deleted it, which most of us can- took to consider, hey, Beskar Mando's coming next week. <laughs> and then a couple days later, we found out that that is exactly what is happening. So Indeed. Uh, Doja Fett kind of let the cat out of the bag early there, but... Uh, I'm okay with it because it led to this announcement and a lot of really, really awesome news because not only is it uh, a hero's journey requiring a few select characters that aren't don't have to be massively geared, which leaves you room to work on gear for characters for the uh, challenge tier Rancor. But on top of that, you might be thinking to yourself, if you don't already know, Quill and IG-11 are not farmable yet. So if you need them at seven stars and it starts starts next week on December 16th, how in the heck are we going to be able to get these characters to seven stars? Great question. We all knew earlier they said that characters were going to become additive drops in the cantina. And we were sat here wondering when that was going to happen. Hadn't heard anything. And bam, inconceivable. Yes, I use that word. Inconceivable. <laughs> inconceivable how I long we have reference. for these additive drops. Because we were talking about yeah. maybe it being two days, maybe it being three days. Additive drops are for Quill and IG-11 from December 16th till January 6th. I believe that's 21 days. a long time. I believe that's three weeks of it. And not only that, you will be getting both Quill and IG-11 shards from these additive drops. You're not picking one or the other. There's a possibility for both of them to drop as additive drops from your Cantina Farms. Yep. So you have three weeks. Now, granted, the event starts the 16th, so if you want Uh to buy the shards... To get there quicker, you can do that. But uh, our friends at SwagaEvents.com uh, have pointed out so nicely that um, 
They predict two re- two refreshes a day, so two hundred uh, crystal refreshes a day over the span of the twenty one days should be enough to get you both characters to seven stars by the end of the event on the sixth, assuming and a four percent the- drop rate like Galactic Chase events. So, and of course the. Uh- the refreshes you can do three of the 100 crystal refreshes which is cheapest refresh so if you're doing that you should be able to finish with plenty of time and not have any concerns whatsoever so i mean over this time period almost no matter where you are in the game the 100 crystal cantina refreshes all three every day are absolute must like you need to find a way to do them and get them done um uh, very very valuable yeah no doubt i will be uh i will definitely i have crystal purchases on mine for this <laughs> i'm planning to go really hard after this yeah so me too but for i mean sure. it's just awesome because even if i didn't ever buy any crystals i would still hit the two refreshes a day pretty easily to have them all seven star by the end of the additive event and right. even if you don't get them in that time, they will go to hard nodes on December 6th during or January 6th during the update. So they'll become farmable off hard nodes right after the additive event. And now for the best part. There is no panic here. None whatsoever because the Beskar Mando heroic event or Hero- hero's journey event is going straight to the uh, journey guide. And not leaving. So the second you get these characters to 7 star. And uh, you know at a good gear level. Where you can beat it. You can play the event. You don't have to wait for it to come back. You're not sitting on your hands. Like a Jedi Knight Luke. Like so many of us are. (laughs) It is there for you to play. The moment you are ready. So. It's everything about this release. Is awesome. Now. It brings up questions to me in my own head how good he can be if he's this easy to get. But he is a hero's journey character, and we've never had a hero's journey character that did not uh, impress, right? So that's 100% true. And like I said, I kind of think this lines up with the Rancor. I kind of think that there's a reason the rancor dropped a week before beskar mando um i kind of think he'll he'll be good you'll want to get him relicked up uh get that gear um so start hoarding up because let's be honest they're making money somewhere and it's going to be with the gear there's going to be a lot of kairos required for this guy so start (laughs) stocking up now that's that's my prediction could definitely see that for sure so um so I, I want to talk about farming, and so December 16th is the day that it goes live. Um, I am probably going to start hoarding on the 14th, hoard the 14th, do all my refreshes late that night, collect free energy on the 15th, three refreshes that day. That should get me to 800-ish energy. Um, the max you can get is 1,000 uh once you hit four digits you cannot do any more refreshes actually i don't think you can do any more refreshes at 999 uh so until you get to that point you can do refreshes i've seen a lot of people talking that they are going to start hoarding on the 13th 
I am not going to do that because um, one, it's kind of a day wasted. Like there's pretty good amount of, you know, energy that is wasted that could be going to the the material take characters of Relic 5, which is super crucial right now. So I'm not going to do that. But also, um, you know, if you do all those refreshes, you're going to get a couple hundred extra energy, sure. But just I don't think that is worth what you give up. Um, I don't like hoarding energy that long. I will do it two days before, and that's it. Um, but if you really want to expedite the process, ah, damn yawns. If you really want to expedite the process, go ahead and start on the thirteenth. I don't, I don't really recommend that, but um, that that will allow you to hoard the most amount of energy if that is your absolute top goal. Makes sense to me. That's probably what I'll do is just kind of start sitting on it on the fourteenth and be ready for those drops. So. Oh yeah, awesome! Um, Can't wait. Me either. I'm pretty excited. I can't wait to see that kit, man. I am pumped. Um, like I said, I'm I, I'm kind well, of we'll have it for episode two hundred twenty six next week. Hell we'll have yeah, we'll be so. talking about it for sure. Um, why don't you tell everyone about our favorite color? My favorite color is blue, and I know yours is too being as they were both Lions fans. So, for us, those of us as Lions fans on this podcast, we like to support blue microphones because, hey, blue is the color to have. And guess what? They make great products. As you know, this podcast has been sponsored in their very long time. We've always sound good because of the microphones that they create and they make that we use. Uh, I just want to point out right now, I don't have my Spark, the normally one that I use as a cyborg face when I'm on the live stream. I'm sitting here using this bad boy. I've got a Yeti Nano that I uh, am able to take on with me when I travel or I have literally all of my stuff packed in a storage unit. You don't lose audio quality between microphones. Uh, they all have different uses, and this one's sitting on a desk. You can you know put it onto a compass boom arm whatever they have tons of awesome products if you are into streaming if you're into podcasting even if you're just into gaming on a pc or you can plug this into the next gen consoles and use them as well i have done that as well if i needed the microphone to catch everybody in the room i've done that as well their products just really work for anything that you need to do with a microphone so go check them out uh, they have some awesome stuff, and it's been great for us, and I can guarantee that it would be great for you guys, too. So, There's my Lions fan. I ha- I don't appreciate the trolling, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> well, you weren't here, so you couldn't... Uh, no, that's true. That's you you true. couldn't uh, refute my claims. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I would have had to piss my pants to refute your claims. I... <laughs> I'd rather you just lie to our audience. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Good lord. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, all right, it is time to. Uh, I'm I'm crazy excited about this because, bro, uh, dude. Uh, me too. 
All right. Um, the gears are turning. We'll play this. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Oh. How, how could I not play this? Because I'm, I'm sure, you know. I know where you're going, I think. Beep, beep. The road moving forward. <laughs> that there is something that may be coming that has been data mined, and we have to talk about it. Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. Did you click oh, the wrong thing? Man. Um, I did. So we're just like, gonna go with it. Everyone loves a good poll. Um, it's right above the. <laughs> I was I'll, waiting I'll for the the, the beep beeps I'll, and everything. <laughs> I, I'll play the correct one. Back on topic. We're talking about roadhead. A roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. <laughs> there we go. Roadhead. When That's I heard, started hearing like. the poll, I was very confused. I was like, I thought I knew. I started where it thinking. Was going. I'm like, I'm like, this don't sound right. Okay, this dude. This right at all. This this data mine um, happened before all of the announcements that we got this week, and before crazy. all those announcements this week, I was already excited just for this to talk about this this week because some people might look at that data mine and have no idea what's happening like me i have no idea not a clue um i look at it and see a game mode that i have in a game i started playing this week in my free time and a game like that's in another game called afk arena um this sounds like a pretty popular mobile game um, setup. Mode. Okay. Okay. So if you can bear with me for the video I'm going to play on the stream, it'll kind of give you an idea of what this data mine is talking about. I'm going to play the video while we talk about the data mine so you can kind of see what I'm talking about as I'm talking about it, I'm sorry to the podcast listeners, you're not going to be able to see it, but if you want to see what I'm talking about, check out the VOD on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash Shattered Order, and you can uh, check out the video that I'm talking about while I'm doing this. But I'm going to start that video, and then I'm going to start talking about the... uh... So for anyone that wants to know what the game on the screen is, it's called Wild West Heroes. It's a collection game. It's fun. It's just one of those. I don't have anything to do right now. I'm going to play this one. And it actually turned out to be one that I've enjoyed. So, But this does have this event. And it's funny because the first time I played it was two, their version of it was two days before um, they data man this information. So a new uh, game mode was found called Conquest in the uh, the data from the updates. Now, what is what did they data mine? They data mined a new table. They data it uh, has multiple nodes like Galactic War. They data mined a new energy, a new currency, uh, a feature called artifacts. You can see it on the screen right now, actually, if you're watching the stream. Um, it says a feature called artifacts that is something consumable that gives you granted abilities. A feature called stamina which is a status on your unit, and there's a join feature like Territory Wars or GAC have. 
And then they have their own interpretation, the people that data mine this. They said, looks like a galactic war-like feature. You fight through sectors with various nodes where some nodes drop artifacts that you can use later on your run and has various difficulties. Artifacts are equipable items, means you have an inventory of them that you can use on your team character. That point isn't 100% clear to see. Um, so obviously they don't, they're looking at what's written in the code, and it's not very well uh, put together as far as reading the code if you don't know what it, this type of game mode is and seeing it all together. Um, I'm going to keep reading the data mine stuff, and then I'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, there's conquest node types. They've got a combat node, an artifact node, a merchant node, a starting node. Artifacts have a power level, can be equipped and unequipped. Looks like different nodes will allow you to choose between different artifacts. Appears to grant an ability or apply a stat. Uh, Sounds you know, good. Battles have additional stats. They listed a bunch of them off. Uh, stamina has a remaining stamina per unit that refreshes. Ability to recover stamina with a consumable. Then it lists a bunch of consumables. So there's a lot of information already data mined about a new game mode called Conquest. Whether or not that comes or not, we don't know. But I can tell you this much. If it is like AFK Arena or Wild West Heroes mode, which you're seeing right now, I am super freaking stoked for this. So... Uh, so what it kind of looks like, what you're showing on uh, on the live stream, it kind of seems like a choose-your-path galactic war where you can face like a more powerful team or a weaker team if you want to, uh, mm-hmm. depending on how your roster is, and then you beat it, you get to move along. Um, and maybe the stamina thing kind of sounds like you can use a character this battle, you have to wait you know, so long before you can reuse that character type thing. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what, am I kind of guessing what this is and what it sounds like correctly? Yes, no doubt. A stamina, I can't really understand what stamina is compared to game modes that I've played because in all the game modes I play, you can use your characters until they're dead. Okay. Uh, so this stamina sounds like a different, a new twist on things for Galaxy of Heroes, so I'm interested to see what that would mean. Uh, it also sounds like artifacts aren't something you get every node. Like, in on the screen in uh, Wild West Heroes, every time you beat a, a node where you're fighting other characters, you get a choice of three new artifacts uh, that can be like, at the start of the battle, uh, give everybody 10% of their health back. Or... You know, after a character is defeated, everyone gains 40% of their health over the next 10 seconds. Or you can get one that says all attackers get an extra plus 40% crit damage for the rest of the, you know, conquest. Like, basically, every time you beat a node, you get a new artifact. That sounds cool. And so, but there are, and like I said, in the data mine, they had different type of nodes. They have combat nodes, artifact nodes, merchant nodes. And like you said, choose your own adventure, right? So let's say you go off to the right. You're going to have to choose well. It might be easier to go to the right, but let's say up above on the left, if you go right, you're not going to be able to hit a, a healing node or you're not going to be able to hit an artifact node because you can't get over there because you beat a simple, easier team. 
basically you have to right. pick your path based on how hard it is and what's in front of you to make sure that like can i heal my characters up uh over here by going the harder way or do i go the easier way and risk completely stopping my run because i cannot heal myself anymore i don't have the characters to keep going um sounds cool there there's a lot going on with this mode but i played it before in other games i look forward to seeing what galaxy of heroes spin would be on this because right it's it's I can, I'm kind of surprised that we've got this because it's a mode that I've seen before, but I've never once thought about actually being viable in this game. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's just so different. Is it just because it's different than anything Swaga's done, or is it different in that the mechanics of Swaga just don't really seem like it would work play well with it, basically? I don't I think it's the artifacts like getting buffs after every uh node you finish which doesn't sound like that's the way it's going to work for Swaga it seems like they have artifact nodes so you probably have to go a certain direction to get the artifacts right. it might not be after everyone you beat I just never really thought about how they would implement uh these buffs that you're going to get so for your team as you keep going uh, I used to play Marvel Strike Force. Didn't play it very long. Um, people have been trying to get me to play it again. I just I can't. But I remember, I want to say it was like raids or something, but there was like a little map. And you could, it had different nodes on it. You could kind of choose the path you go. Um, and you could kind of like see out the future of the map, go kind of explore, see what path might be most beneficial, get you the most rewards. And that you know, something like that seems like this could be what it is and would be really cool, you know, if it's like, okay, do I want to go right here and I can go get, say, these two artifacts, an energy refresh, and all this extra currency, or I could go this other direction. I don't get any heals whatsoever, but, um, you know, the rewards are getting more are rewards because really yeah, it's a little harder. Like, that yeah. sounds like fun. Like, that sounds really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of it. I don't know if that if what I'm envisioning is what they are explaining or what it sounds like this will be, but anything new would be a huge improvement. Oh, no doubt. I just feel like it's been, it's been a good mode in... I don't want to say lesser because I don't want to seem dismissive of the work of these other companies that have made these other oh, games. This is they in. are lesser. But what, seeing how CG's UI would be for this and how they implement it and what they did with it makes me really excited because I, I'm, I, despite all the things we say on the show about, you know, what they do and how they mess some things up and do really good at things. This is something that I feel like they do really well is take an idea and expand upon it and make it even better. Like they did with tournaments, turning them into grand arena championships, right? Right. They took something that they had done before and made it even better and turned it into some, a lot of people's favorite part of the game, you know? So, so it'll be interesting to see how they can improve upon a game mode that already exists and put the CG slash Star Wars spin on it to make it interesting, you know? 
So I almost kind of think that this was the intention with Galactic Challenges. Galactic Challenges created a method for them to quickly create these game modes that have this various strategy. They're kind of completely different with different requirements and that sort of stuff. But you get these really weird mechanics and things like that. And they seem to be able to do that pretty quickly. They're going two days a week to where they're always going to be running. So they're probably pretty simple and straightforward to program with all the, you know, the background updating that they did inside the code. So this kind of seems like it could be an advancement of Galactic Challenges. I don't know if this is necessarily what they were talking about when they said, you know, expanding Galactic Challenges. But that kind of sounds like this could potentially be it because you would, you know, have a map, be using all these different battles and multipliers like Galactic Challenges have for each planet. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, like there is some serious potential there. And you've noticed like in this current Galactic Challenge, you have a character that pops up with these special abilities and stuff. So, you know, that's something that, could be added in, you know, these various battles is you get this extra character and this character does these special abilities or whatever it is. Uh, All of that sounds like it, you know, that Galactic Challenge was the test run for a really cool new game mode. And if, if so, like keep Galactic Challenges going, give us slicing material and stuff, and then bring us a game mode that is actually pretty interesting and I, I would be really excited where you have to make decisions to try to maximize your rewards, you know, be able to play risky if you want to. Like, that's the one thing I love about Grand Arena. Um, I'm not the best Grand Arena player. I do generally quite well. Um, but I play very risky. Like, the, for me, it is very fun to go in into a battle, be like, I could take all five in and I would definitely beat this, but I could take three in and see if I could beat it. Like, that is the fascinating and fun part of GAC to me is, you know, getting to play super risky. And if they're creating some sort of game mode where we have, you know, these different mechanics and nodes that you can go into different battles of and you can be like do i want to play safe do i want to play risky like how do i want to play this that sounds absolutely freaking awesome yeah one of the other cool things to it is it's they're usually 48 hours and there are three different uh there's three three different types right so you got uh You've got level one, which is the easiest. You've got a mid-tier, and then you've got the hardcore version, which is the last tier. And once you beat the last tier, uh, you get the best box. You get a box after the first tier. It resets. Now you got the medium, and you get a box after that. Then uh, you get the hardcore version, which is the third zone. And if you beat that, you get the hardcore box, which has the best rewards. And I've, that's the way that it is in cool. all both of them that I've played which gives it a lot of replayability because let's say in 48 hours you'll so the one that I just played right the the video you had I played one out of the three levels the easiest one and just making the video uh while being able to sim it not actually playing the battles for that one still took you know 5 to 10 minutes 
uh, for me to do it. So with 48 hours, you'd have enough time to, let's say, do phase one, you know, come back and do phase two again at a different time. And then your hardcore mode, you could do whenever you wanted, whatever. It's the timing's awesome. The the way you play it's awesome. The mechanics are would be different than mo- almost every other uh, game type in the game, while still holding the, uh, f- the while still holding the five character battle mechanic as the main core of the game. Right there, oh, yeah. it's just it's just an idea for a game mode that's different than all the other game modes in the game. It's a proven, tested type of game mode. And it would just be really fun to have in a game that we obviously care about so much. You know what I mean? It's totally when I saw right. that data mine, uh, my ears perked up. I was really excited because this is the type of content that I've been waiting for. Honestly, oh yeah, totally agree. Like Galactic Challenge, I thought that would be it. It wasn't. Challenge tier Rancor. While I love uh, challenging raids, we've still been waiting for a long time for a a daily. Or you know, semi-daily uh, content for that's not a guild content. It's just you playing it, and this yep. this to me is is what I want. And so, hopefully, totally it's agree. not just a random data mine that's not going to come to fruition, and we get an announcement on it at some point. Because uh, I'm really excited about this, and I don't know if they meant yep. to let that cat out of the bag in their code, but it's out there now. So that is true. And we shall see. We will see. So, yeah. It's going to be a fun another couple months based no on doubt. everything we know right now. So, so we, we didn't really get much at all because, you know, they were talking about all this stuff that they were doing to make the game better, make it easier to come out with faster content for like nine months where we basically got nothing. And then this week we get this just tidal wave of stuff. <laughs> just a slew of information. Man, like I, I am I'm starting to feel really optimistic about the direction of Swaga. I'm I'm pretty happy. Um no complaints right now. I'd say I don't think I've felt this good about where the game's at in a long time. Agreed. Hundred percent. So yeah, really excited about all the stuff they have coming both confirmed and not confirmed yet so lots of really good stuff indeed um i don't have anything else to add to this conversation tonight sir do you have anything else i think that uh it's just another one of those hold on to your butts for another week situations because we already know at least we're getting an update with Mando in it next week, plus additive drops, plus the Mando kit, obviously, if the character's dropping. Yep. So next week we already have um, a part of the show is already written for itself because we're going to have a lot of Mando talk. Oh, so no kidding. I'm excited for this Hell week. yeah. I'm Me excited too. to see what happens for episode 226. You can guarantee that we'll be back again next week to talk about it. And uh, I, just yep. like I said, for the... Longest time, it's been kind of, what are we going to talk about this week? But lately, it's just, are we going to be able to fit this all in this week? You know? Yeah. So. No kidding. Hold on to your butts. Name that movie. Jurassic Park. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Um, know that one. Yeah, dude. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson says it yeah. when he's turning off the power to Jurassic Park. Interesting. 
right? Tell me I'm right, Chicken Bottom. All right. Mm. So, anyways, to everybody out there, if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with the Shattered Order podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at Shattered Order, or you can join our Discord server where we hang out all week and talk. Um, that is discord.me slash shattered order. So go check that out. Um, lots of ways to support the show that include using, uh, Twitch prime or not. It's Twitch gaming now. Prime gaming is what it's called now, I believe. So if you, if you have Amazon prime, you have a prime gaming, uh, subscription that you can use on Twitch to support your favorite streamers. And if you were to use that on us, we would feel very fortunate to have your support through that. So if you do have that, I want to say, if you use it on us, we'd be very happy for, for sure. the support. But you do have one that you can use every month. So if you don't use it on us, use it on someone because uh, all You're of us streamers appreciate your support. Yeah. I mean, you might so as well you got use it. it. Might as well use it. And the other one is patreon.com slash shattered order. If you uh, go over there, we got a few different options of ways you can support the show. And uh, if you would do that, it helps us to with our... Um, what do you call that? The place where we keep all the podcasts on the internet, the server, the, whatever. Anyways, you help the podcast keep going with your support, oh, and right. we appreciate every That's one true. of our Patreons. <laughs> so, indeed. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for this week. Wink, you got anything else final you want to say? And I do not. Um, other than. We will be back next week with episode 226. Come check out the live stream if you'd like. And uh, good luck in your Rancor challenges and light side territory battle. Um, I'm going to try to get my yep. video out this weekend. So uh, check check back um, and hopefully I'll have that out. And I'll just say this. I'll be in a new location next week. So really? If you want to see what the background is next week. Come back to the show. I like it. Next week, good night, punk. Live from a new location. So. Cool. What location <laughs> will you be I... at next week? Secret or you gotta come and find out. Oh yes, I like <laughs> it. All right. Well, we will catch well, you guys next week. Yep, episode two hundred twenty-six next week. Until then, we will catch you next time. Later.